0: Welcome to The Big Stream. I'm Kyle Coster. That's Stephen Douglas. We're talking about succession. There's no easy way to do this, um, so I'm just going to start with a little personal anecdote here. Um, don't normally take notes uh, on the show, but tonight, for some reason, I decided to jot down some of the lines so that I, ha- I had them at the ready uh, for our pithy, funny podcast about moments that stood out in one-liners uh i wrote down little greggy's uh <laughs> was a wealth creator but they never mentioned that <laughs> a random appearance by jamie chung are you a c-word give me a buzz loony cake. <laughs> then i stopped taking notes because logan died logan died dude
1: so you don't want to talk about the internal qualities of cake
0: I mean, I don't want to lead with that. I I think that would be a disservice to the listeners. But at what point did you realize, number one, this wasn't a big send-up, practical joke from Tom? And what moment did you realize that he better be dead because it'd be impossible for the show to come back from taking it this far only to bring him back into the fold good and well the next episode?
1: Yeah, I mean, they... They prime Game of Thrones dust. They, uh, they killed off a main character. They kept it completely under wraps. There was no indication aside from, uh, him having a major, uh, health issue in the very first episode of the show. Uh, I, I thought he was going to make it. Um, they, I, I mean, it's just a masterful job. Um, they dropped it at the just the right time. His last words were out the Stalls, strategic refocus, a bit more fucking aggressive. And if you watched all the way to the very end, they basically dropped a second trailer for this season. Um, there's no next on it's the, the rest of the season on succession. Uh, it's gonna be more chaotic. Um, it's going to be everyone scrambling for their heads and their jobs. Uh, they've, they, I mean, they completely changed the the final season. Uh, Logan Roy, such a great character. Uh, it's not going to be the same without him, but they had to do something like this to, I don't know, get a bit more fucking aggressive, I guess. So, I mean, well played all around, just a stunning development.
0: The perfect words, the perfect send-off. He would have enjoyed that very much if he was still with us um, and not being viewed privately by Roman right now. I I just, yeah, I mean, look, Game of Thrones is the perfect analogy. Game of Thrones rose to dominance, I think, um, a little bit with the popcorn and the smoke and mirrors of the big stunners at unsuspecting times in episode three (laughs) of the last season is certainly a weird one. And it's especially weird when it dawned on me toward the end that everything that we talked about last week was a giant fake out. They created an entire episode, an entire gambit of Roman coming back to lead ATN. We spoke for like 20 minutes about how excited we were about that prospect and how that was going to make for a really good final season and then we I bought it I bought it hook line and sinker um you know I it, when it became clear to me that he had actually died which I think was actually pretty early yeah. uh, knowing that this show wouldn't screw it up uh, like this and all the way to the final moment like you mentioned with this trailer which when the second it was over I turned to my wife and I said I'm so goddamn excited for this season now <laughs> like that looks like a movie I would have to see and though kind of like the nexus of this universe is gone, never before was it so clear that there is such a stunning array and wide range of characters that are magnificent than this episode, because I just want to tick through some of the people who played huge roles in what I think will ultimately be remembered as maybe uh, maybe second best episode or second most memorable episode after the season one finale. Uh, Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, Frank, Carl. I mean, it was just kind of like these blasts from the past. Like if it's a sports analogy, it's your 11th person off the bench coming in and and just like lighting it up and being pitch perfect. And I think that Frank in particular in this episode was so spellbinding the way he told Kendall he's flying the plane, son, where he was fatherly. (laughs) Uh, He said he's 12 i'm trying to work he's 12 feet away i've been with him for 40 years like he was human and i think that veneer of that little group of people which i are ultimately like less interesting than some of the bigger personalities that they're gonna butt heads with as we saw when they tried to craft the statement there's they're more human but we're not a hundred percent sure of their intentions. And obviously they got to that point because they're very good at businessing, like wanting to have their name on the statement, just like the Roy kids wanted to have their name on some sort of statement or press conference as it were.
1: Yeah. It was such, it's such a a high wire act in that world where you're having to balance the fact that you are an actual person and an actual person that you've known uh, sometimes enjoyed being in the company of, uh, someone who's made you a lot of money, uh, he's hes dead. And now, all of a sudden, you're balancing these actual emotions where you're kind of sad um, with the fact that, I mean, no, that was your meal ticket for 40 years in uh, Frank's case. I mean, the kids have to act like, I mean, they're obviously seriously gutted. Uh, um roman the worst i think uh as seemingly the one that uh logan kind of liked the most um but then like especially towards the end of the episode where they kind of like snap out of it like you know it's like again you know we we got to keep this thing going um and yeah i want to be involved and keep continue to make the money uh sucks the dad's dead but yeah i mean just great performances from everyone and it's it just goes to uh, just a reminder of i mean how deep this cast is how good they are um and just watching them all deal with it and balance that business businessing with uh humaning which is uh something that kind of is second nature to the business thing at this point in
0: their lives and i think the, the show asks the audience to get uncomfortable um by presenting the fact that you know we say and do things a certain way uh but the way capitalism works doesn't really comport with that um the markets are still open uh logan <laughs> shows a picture of the stock waste our stock price on his phone and says see that that was dad." you know so like we're quantifying these a life into like what's happening uh before a close Kendall, I thought, was spectacular when he gave his little speech about everything that we do from this point on will be what we did on the day that our father died. And we speculated last week that it wouldn't be right if anybody won this thing um, except Logan and what could possibly come up that would raise these kids game uh, to a level where they could be anything like their father or at least assume power in that company that he built an American, uh, a family company, uh, an American Titan uh, and a loving father. Uh, And and this was it. It, They seemed to have risen to it um, both in the business acumen um, and showing their emotions. Um, It started with on the phone or I'm sorry, up to his ear. They kept saying up to his ear about a dozen times. I think, Uh, We're going to get into the specific wording of a lot of things in this episode and and why it was so spectacular and, and, and and weird. I think that they all kind of alluded to the fact that they either couldn't forgive him or he was a fucking monster or he did some things. And as that kind of eroded away, you saw that they were all pretty broken and the expertise that this show does week in and week out just when you think you you have a grasp on it and i thought i was going to come on here and we're going to have jokey jokey suck time or whatever uh one of them would say uh i feel deeply impacted and prisoner of the moment yes but that feels like one of the best hours of television i've ever watched because it really was subversive in the way it presented things where like there were very few laughs. Like there was at least 35, 40 minutes where there was not a single laugh to be had. Um, And the awkwardness with which it played out uh, was such a departure from kind of like the carefully polished uh, prose that this writer's room has put together uh, almost unmatched in like the witty repartee, a lot of stumbling over words and a lot of people at a loss for words. This one was, you watched it with, the captions on, it was a lot of two yeah. words and then losing a train of thought.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was, they did such a good job of making it, of not making it like a TV show, really. Um, just a bunch of people who don't know how to deal with death. Um, Cause I mean, especially in the moment, I mean, you just don't know how you're going to react. Uh, they showed like every single possible reaction. Um it's just, I mean, and Sarah Snook deserves. Uh, she doesn't get called out enough on this podcast. That's right, I'm calling out our uh, our podcast for ignoring Sarah Snook for her job as sh- doing uh, playing Shiv. Uh, she was spectacular. Uh, had to be so emotional, and uh, you know, she should to play the thing where like she's dealing with her her future ex. And she's also dealing with her brothers. So she has this weird relationship her father. And then at the end, you know, she hugs Tom and ends up going home with Tom. Um, just like so good. And they also made they made a a, a very unsuccession decision to. Uh, there was no music. Uh, I don't think from the opening credits to when because I, I went back and looked real quick after. I think the next uh, part of the score when the that classic succession piano came in was when the helicopter came to pick them up, which is very fitting. Um, and I think that's kind of when the the second half, the, the second part of season four kind of started when it went back to being succession, but the way they handled like the death and everyone uh, reacting to it. And, and I, I guess now is a good time to talk about the way that they, just like did not want it to be um, how nobody wanted to be the one to say it um, as opposed to like drafting. Everybody wants to draft the statement once it's official, but like nobody wants to say like his heart stopped beating, Um, you know, Roman's like, well, he's not dead. We don't have doctors. And uh, one of the best, one of the best quotes uh, that I saw from the, the very serious middle part was uh when Kendall wanted the best airplane medicine expert in the world. Uh these are people that just they don't know how to react when they can't control something, when they can't buy something to change it. It's like, well, dad's dead, but it's like, well, what we can what can we do about this? Uh, who can we get on this? Uh we well, you don't have his doctor on it. We you know, loop me into the pilot. I mean, it was just so good to watch them all deal with that and then watch the people on the plane, like not how to know how to explain to these people that, no, this is actually happening. There's nothing you can do and nobody wants to hear it and nobody wants to say it.
0: Yeah. And starting from the very beginning, because if Tom uses different words when he calls on the phone, the entire tenor of the episode changes. Um it kept it mysterious in a way like you, you held out a little, maybe hope isn't the right word, but you weren't sure exactly what was going to happen, but he was so convoluted and you know, like you, you got the point after a certain number of these instances where he's basically saying the same thing over and over again, you know, I'm not a huge movie buff uh, in symbolism <laughs> guy. Like uh, you might hear like on the ringer, but I mean, think about this episode, like, again, a wedding. So something horrible happened. Um, tent pole episodes, uh, are, are, always taking place at a wedding. Uh, there's going to be emotions are going to be high. I mean, there's the metaphor of everything being up in the air. The plane is up in the air and then they go on this like weird, like hitchy boat ride that kind of like, you remember yeah. an arrested development when they go out on that, like cruise, uh, yeah. and get arrested. So they're just like, floating and drifting away and it, it is a weird place for them to be uh, with the eyes of the world on them too like it's just all these little choices where you're like okay well what, what are we doing with this episode because I, you know I, I didn't really necessarily need to see a, um, a Connor and Willa wedding hour uh, where she gets cold feet and he does something weird and I'm not really sure you know like Looking back through this lens of what we got, you know, like it would have been pretty unsatisfying to hear Connor rant about cake um, and and stole the virtues of uh, some of Dickens' uh, most notable villains. Anytime this little kernel of doubt creeps into my mind, they go and do something like this where it's just like, oh, okay, Um, you know, maybe their team up there, uh, their personnel. Uh, up there on the plane is it, highly qualified uh and is going to get things done
1: well, I mean, you mentioned uh it being like a team first first uh, earlier in the episode, and then now the actual people putting the show together. but uh Logan was like making one of those tough team uh running decisions early in the episode before uh his untimely passing where he was he was going younger. he was cutting uh. He was cutting out Jerry and uh and Sid. And he was and he was replacing them with uh with younger people, which is something that uh like I mean I mean the Patriots kind of uh would uh, Robert Kraft eventually is gonna have to, but he's also old. Uh yeah, so many old people, you know, it's a shame. Uh but at some point you have to make a decision, and uh Logan made that decision and now he's gone and none of those decisions are going to carry through back to Connor. I mean, I, this weirdly, his father uh, now showing up at his wedding and dying uh, ultimately worked out for him. And he probably ended up with a, uh, a happier resolution to the day with Willa, you know, being honest with him. Like, yeah, it's about money, but you know, I, I also like being with you. So, and then he got this nice wedding where like, only the bridal power, only the uh, the bridesmaids and a few people in the audience were there.
0: That being his first reaction, uh, his dad being proud of him, um, I don't really know if that's his true reaction because he seems to be the least concerned with it. I mean, he had a pretty decent relationship considering uh, with Logan yeah. as, as good as you can um, and it seems much happier. And he found the one person who maybe doesn't love him, uh, but he won't have to use that superpower uh, that he has uh, of not needing it because uh, she'll tolerate him uh, and she'll be around. Uh, Just he's, he's been throwing 110 miles per hour um, all season. I'm curious to see he was a major part of the revamped trailer as well. Um, So maybe we can, look forward to the future uh about what's going to be happening there he is going to play some role in the presidential election we uh he's he's exploding in Alaska uh (laughs) we found out but I think I'm just so much more excited about you know the event horizon that's been opened up uh because of this uh in is dominating and is memorable of a television character as Logan Roy has been uh there's never been uh a show that had more options uh to fill that void in and more earned trust uh that they're going to nail it
1: yeah I I can't wait to see uh what they do next um I mean it's I mean it, it it's succession it's supposed to be out who's gonna succeed who's gonna success Um, so they're staying true to it in a way that still, I think it seemed like completely surprised everyone, um, including, uh, Carrie who had the, just the absolute funniest reaction where she's like, Oh, that was crazy. Huh? And then she is in this position where she's, I mean, they might as well just push her out of the plane right there. Because that's about as good as uh, her outcome in this show can be now. Um, it's so fun. She's like giggling and they're like, yeah, uh, just, do you want me to be part of the response? And everybody's like, it's just another thing where they they have to try and uh, massage the response. Um, and like, yeah, just go back there and uh, get some rest and we'll uh, we'll loop you in. When it's like uh, you are done. You you don't know what to do with your arms. You don't know how to react to death like a, a pro. There there's nothing for you here.
0: Yeah, I mean, as it turns out, uh, getting that like midday gig actually would have been really good for her. Um, yeah. So you know, looking back, what we got wrong, definitely that take from last week. Uh, that would have that would have been the best outcome for her. Tom did not like that she was grinning like she just caught a foul ball at Yankee Stadium um and let's drill down on Tom as i mentioned his play by play left a little bit lacking uh you'd want to be a little more descriptive of what's actually going on so people at home uh can follow the action right yes exactly uh that just led to more confusion we did not necessarily see um that famous midwestern charm uh and and politeness and pleasantness from him because he shifted in my eyes pretty quickly. I thought that he was fairly tender with Shiv, uh, which, which I respect, but he made it pretty clear that he was thinking about himself uh right away. He wanted it to be known that he was with Logan when he died. He made a quick call to Greg. Um he, Greg was about to be doing some Gregging tasks that involved dragging a lo- folder called logistics down into the trash and then deleting the trash. Uh, I'd love to get eyes on what was in that folder, but I mean, he, he sprung into action real quick, uh, seeing how he could most benefit uh, and he didn't really mention the grief. The grief was on his eyes, but uh, he mentioned that he had lost his protector. So he kind of made uh he made it all about him um, in a not so subtle way. And maybe that's always been who he is, uh, but that's been laid fairly bare and i expect him to be quite a bit more aggressive and uh antagonistic uh in dealing with the kids in his place in the in the waystar universe moving forward yeah i'll 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 miss the way
1: that uh tom talks to uh logan like when logan saw the car he's like said something like oh my liege the viking has the oh. viking slayer has arrived it's like Tom says these things that he knows that Logan hates, um, but he just says them with such uh well, confidence is not the word, but he, he just, he throws them out no matter, he can't help himself. Uh, yeah. He was so great being so bad at, uh, at delivering the news. It's like, I mean, we must've heard chest compressions uh, more tonight than we've heard in our entire lives. Uh, you know, holding up to their ear. It's like, well he he's 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 not breathing and his heart's not beating um but you know we'll 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 wait and see they they think uh he the he's sick is is the way he broke the news you know he he got sick um but yeah tom it's tough you know he lost his protector he says it there's i mean you know he's he's in the family, but he's on the outside. Shiv, um, maybe this brings her back to him. But like when he was, and same thing with Carrie. You know, when you're with Logan, you're with Logan, you're protected. And now Logan's gone. So, in a way, like uh Greg and the little Greglets are not in a bad position now because I mean Tom could be gone but the little Greglets have been, have been brought into the fold to, uh, they're, they're in the back of the plane. Uh, that that's a, that's a tense ride. Um, when you're, when your boss's boss is dead 20
0: feet away. Greg was talking to a journalist, which, uh, seems like a a bad idea. Uh, and we knew that was going to come into play, but I liked how they didn't hit us over the head with it with like the most simple way of him like stuttering and saying something dumb um and and giving the game away i think it's more accurate that it would just kind of like trickle out because everybody's scheming behind the scenes uh like they they mentioned (laughs) a shit it could have been Carrie. um i I don't want to cancel someone um after they're dead i don't know if we're doing that Uh, maybe it'll be the first person to ever do it uh But uh, I'm thinking about uh, potentially canceling Logan here, or at least a thought that I had was, you know, he died and it's sad. And you see that the way the family is going through it. And to be clear, like I I see the world in shades of gray. I understand that people are not all bad uh, and not all good, but I couldn't help but think as he was dying, the terminology they used on the cruise line with no real person involved and how they just kind of like, rushed aside and flicked aside like people actually dying on their cruises and all the awful things that he has done, um, in his life and the callousness, um, and, and how that trickled down to the family where Roman for all his weirdness, um, you know, he, he tells Jerry that he's sad, uh, he's numb, but he's actually sad. And, and Jerry's got nothing for him because previously, uh, yeah. minutes earlier he was serving as like the lackey. Uh, to deliver news in a conversation that he intended on having much later. Um, I I don't want it to be lost um, in the fact that um, you reap what you sow. uh, And this is the world that these people have been existing and they've never once considered uh, the feelings of other people. You know, I think about the rocket launch. Um, So I, I think that even like in their most human most sympathetic form. If you let the mind wander a little bit, you can uh you can see how they've been cruising for a bruising this whole time. Well,
1: I just want to say that is very brave of you to speak ill of the dead because when a lot of famous people die, uh there is a there's a reluctance to bring up the bad things that they have done. But you have been brave enough to speak your truth and let it be known the what logan roy did a few a uh, few uh years ago on tv uh was not okay you know there are real people involved uh just because they're not rich and powerful did you say this might be one of the best episodes of
0: television or I were you just talking about- i did I, I i think because it was different than anything i've ever seen like if you were going to lay out all the ways that the Logan Roy death episode was going to happen, I certainly would not have had it going down like this. Um, yeah. you okay, we didn't see it. Um, we just kind of like saw the outline of his body, um, the mystery, the timing, the weird way in which it was processed and the weird way it made me feel. Um, you know, like what, what's, what's the most, like, for instance, uh, Hank and breaking bad, you know, like when that happened, which I think is probably near at the top in terms of like death episodes. I mean, that was, I mean, that was as cinematic and is and soaring and is like, I, I think I teared up during it. This one, I just felt odd and awkward, almost like I shouldn't be watching it. And I just think it's, uh, a brilliant achievement to create something like this that presents such a specific vibe that uh I'm not sure I'd ever really want to watch uh again. I, I think if I watch it again, it'll be for how great it is, but it, it wasn't enjoyable uh in the sense that uh I, I just I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know what my role as a viewer was, and I think to bring me to that place is pretty special. So maybe tomorrow morning I wake up and, and, you know, like I've cooled down a little bit, but in terms of like, Hey, I never really felt that watching my TV. Um, And I think that that's pretty cool in uh, 2023 when beaten over the head with content 24 seven.
1: Yeah. um, I don't think you're off, um, but it's just like last week, I'm like, Oh, this is a great episode of succession and this week i'm like oh this is a great episode of succession but it's it's just done differently um i think they're just it's just a great show and they the fact that they were able to kind of surprise us with a death this early in the season cuz this is the kind of thing where you're like you you would think this is like the penult- penultimate episode you know um you you don't you don't kill ned stark uh that early you don't kill Logan Roy this early. I don't want to go to a wedding on an HBO show because I don't know if I'm coming back. Uh, I mean, they're just uh, they're just doing very well. Um, I guess is how you would say it. They're they're making a very good TV show. And uh, I'm I'm very excited to see how they surprise us
0: next. Uh, just great job all around. That shot of Colin as uh, brief as it was. Uh, I mean, it just said so much like wordless and I mean, it was barely in frame and and it, that's going to stick with me. Like there are just so many little things that like, I take it back now. I actually kind of want to rewatch it because I kind of want to pick up on all, um, it, it was confusing to understand people's motivations in real time. Um, you know, like Hugo, he seemed to be fairly sympathetic, but again, like going back I'm sure I would pick up on little nuggets that they dropped in, in terms of like what Hugo's personality is going to be for the rest of the year. So I think that this totally resets the clock um, and we are just in, in a brand new world and it's going to be a race to the finish. And, and it's been said before, uh, I can't say it enough though, that I I, I'm thrilled um, and, and I'm more excited for the final seven episodes, and I didn't think anything could happen that would make me feel that way.
1: Yeah, and going back to the death, the uh, it was kind of an off-screen death, um, which was another way that you you wouldn't expect. You would expect like I mean, when a main character dies on screen, you you see you see Brian Cox, you know, grabbing his chest and like falling down. Everyone reacting to that, but no, they did a great job of doing that off screen. And then you just kind of, you just barely see his, uh, his outline Uh, just another way that they, I mean, they, they did something different
0: and they nailed it. In lieu of stock up, stock down, it's, it's been too soon. Uh, We're not as cold and callous. Uh, I'll just present one um, and say, you know, stock up or stock down for, Team Roy or Team Waystar.
1: If you're gonna do stock up, uh, I'd go Waystar because there's a buyer. Um, even if they screw that up, someone else will be there to buy it, uh, use it for parts or whatever. Um, I don't think this was good for anyone, um, because you know this is Logan's. Uh, I mean, show is a bad word, but this is Logan's show. I think the actual program succession will uh, carry on very well. But I think uh, the actual Waystar, Royco, uh, the family, uh, everybody that works there, it's like, there's just going to be fighting. I, it's not going to work out well for anyone, I don't think.
0: I might disagree a little bit because I think like in competence terms, Team Waystar uh, is a stock up because we really saw the literal adults in the room uh, in that plane. But I think that the cult of personality and the like the force of persona that these children have, I mean, even having the presence of mind to like do that little press conference out at Teterboro, uh, they are not going to be denied. Um, and I don't think that they would ever allow the place to succeed uh, without them. So it's either going to succeed with them or um you know they're going to make sure that nobody else gets to reap that success. We're finally going to see what other people's ideas are. Um because I don't think that the real ideas have been able to rise to the level where they're actually implemented for 40 years.
1: Yeah, I uh, I thought it was interesting they didn't mention anything as it happened. But Shiv giving that extra comment and answering the question, be like, uh, "We're gonna be there to shepherd," or whatever she said. Um, that that was off the cuff. That was not scripted. It seemed like it's that seems like the kind of thing where they're gonna bring that up in the next episode and be like, "Oh, well, now you know now it makes it sound like that's gonna hurt a negotiating position or something like that." So that was that's just Shiv getting emotional, you know. I mean, your father just died. Pull it together.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, have a little decorum. Uh, but, you know, everything is uh, everything's open to be misconstrued. Uh, Kendall was right about that. Steven, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, you know, not the happiest of nights, uh, but uh, this was an episode that I had to power through, had to start late. It's been a hell of a weekend over here uh, at my headquarters, um, and I was thought I was going to be tired. Uh, and lack energy for this one, but uh, man, uh, I think I'm going to be buzzing about it for uh, quite a while, and uh, the discourse is going to be uh, pretty amazing tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how people are going to be talking about anything but this.
1: Yeah, uh, on with the memes. I'm, I'm excited to see what the internet does
0: with this. All right, that's uh, The Big Stream. I'm Kyle Custer. That's Stephen Douglas. We're with TheBigLead.com. Uh, don't go dying on us.